If you've ever got a student to do something by calling it a game, you might be a teacher. Being a teacher sometimes means finding ways around limitations, problems, or struggles to keep things on track. We learn to improvise and adapt. But when it comes to teaching language arts in our school, we don't have to find workarounds. Loyola Press took the long view when they created Voyages in English, the brilliant K-8 language arts program. The fundamentals of grammar and writing that students learn enable them to become effective writers, which can help improve performance on standardized tests and grow into successful communicators. The flexible framework of Voyages in English is adaptable to any teaching style and any student's abilities. With practice, the mechanics build in complexity over time. It just all works together. Visit voyagesinenglish.com to learn more, then order a sample. With Voyages in English, there are no crazy workarounds, just solid help for today's language arts teachers. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Colleen, and I'm here with Jill, and we are grateful to be together again to laugh, explore, and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. Hey, Jill, how are you today? Hi, Colleen. I'm doing well. We are almost to summer. I know. So I have a question for you. Um, it would probably be around this time of year, like the May-June time of year, where any time I was in a in a making a transition from one teaching job to the next one, mm-hmm. often I would be I would be recruited by someone. Someone would say, mm. Hey. Have you, did you know there's an opening at, you know, such and such a school or, Hey, my husband or my wife or my friend works here. And I hear it's a really great place. Were you ever recruited to go work at a place by someone who really thought highly of that place? Uh, yeah, every time, like, (laughs) except for the first, except for my first round where you, you know, you're, you're blind. I don't know. I was blind going in, going in, trying to get my first job. But from there, it was always because of a nudge. And we've talked about mentorship and leadership and all that. Mm -hmm. Um, but this is making me think a lot about this transitional time. Sometimes it feels uneasy in Mm -hmm. schools at this moment because there's just a natural turnover. So let's just talk about natural turnover instead of like crisis mode. Oh my goodness. No one wants to be a teacher right now, which is is not entirely the reality not that I'm living in, true. Okay, but, good, good. but society kind of wants it to feel that way because they like a good news story. So sure. um, right now we have like great candidate pools for some open spots in my school. It's making me think a lot about culture. But what I'm really thinking about is um, like be the place people want to go, go work at, like be, you know, be the people people want to hang out with and work with. Like that, that is who you are. And when someone's about to leave, or if, if there is an open position, like be the encouraging voice. It's not about like the school's falling apart. And it's not about if someone's leaving, you don't have to feel like, Oh no, how am I going to live next year Mm. without my favorite friend in the teaching role? Just think about this as opportunities because you still get to be friends. Um, but you get to figure out my goodness, who is out there who wants to come Come hang out with us in the teacher's lounge and down the halls because you all know this is hard work. So who do you need with you? Who do you need with you who maybe never thought about uh, joining your Catholic school? 
Okay. So can I, can I play devil's advocate just a little bit there? Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Um, sometimes um, I have seen this happen where people invite their friends to apply for jobs because they want to teach with their friend or they want to work with their friend. And that's uh-huh. not always like the best professional balance that might occur in, <laughs> in, a, in a particular no, situation. I, okay, sure. <laughs> but I am someone who wants to bring all my favorite people. Like if I'm out and about, this is my, like, this is my go-to love language. Like I love quality time. So if I'm spending all my time all day and all night on this mission and I have incredible people nearby me, maybe they're colleagues in other schools, maybe they're not my best friend. Cause I mean, maybe I hang out with non-teachers sometimes too. That's fine. But if I'm with people who should be on this mission with me, it should be my voice saying, did you should apply? You should apply for the position. And I know we do that naturally, but it's really hard when you're at the summer barbecue, you're with your neighbors, you're at like the block party or you're at the family reunion and you're like, oh, yeah, we have an open third grade position. I don't know if we're going to get any applicants. Mm. Like it's so, it's so easy to fall into this like weird gossipy trap mm-hmm. or like, yeah, I wonder who's applying like you might not even realize you're saying it but what you're saying there says something you probably weren't expecting yourself to project but if you're someone on the periphery who doesn't know anything about your school or anything about your community and you just happen to be at this barbecue you're thinking oh what's going on over there Mm. so we got to think about we got to think about how we are leaders all year round as teachers because the whole community's watching us but this is the fun part Colleen we have a lot of fun in the teacher's lounge like be the fun person that people want to hang with because this means uh, like be the joyful voice is what I'm saying like be the joyful voice be the one who says I love teaching at St. Whoever School and I want all the best people to join me there this is really like my you're starting to really make me think about something here because we I know that we've had conversations with leaders recently, even like I I'm thinking about my conversation with Denise Ball from Washington, DC. I'm thinking about Matthew Tucker, the, you know, principal we, we had a conversation with recently. And what I'm thinking is like, you're right. School culture, I think makes all the difference because you would never, you would never say to someone, Hey, you should really come work at my school, but Oh, for whatever you do, stay out of the teacher's lounge because it's like a pit of negativity. Like you would never say <laughs> yeah. that, right? No, it's like, come hang out with me. I've, you know, I figured out which teachers like filled the fridge with Diet Coke, like uh-huh. find those people. Like, did you know that so-and-so fills it with Diet Coke or every other Friday, so-and-so brings in donuts. Like just be, it doesn't even matter how silly it is. No. Just be, but the, encourager. The bigger picture here is, do you actually have a culture at your school that you can brag about? And how do you contribute to it? That's the question. Because if you are the culture, you are the culture of your school. Colleen, you are the culture. So like you are the culture of your school. So you can complain about the culture of the school or you can be the culture of the school. That's right. And you can help set the tone for what that is. Um, Oh my goodness. So there would be trying to think there, there were a couple of times when, when I was like invited, you know, Hey, did you know there's an opening? And, and it was that very positive talk that I was like, Oh wow, that sounds great. Or that person sounds great. I do think I would want to be part of that. But what we're hearing a lot of leader, particularly leadership say right now is, Oh my gosh, we're, you know, we're, we're having a a recruitment crisis. We're having a, you know, it's just like the, people are just like bleeding out of teaching positions and it's so hard to find candidates. You're saying that that is not necessarily true for your personal experience. And I bet that there are other schools out there. Well, but I see it. I now that, okay, 
now that my brain is like spiraling in this direction, I see it. I see that there are candidates lined up for certain places and there there's yeah. a, a candidate desert in other places. So w- why is that? Does it have something to do with the culture, with the reputation, with what people who already work there might be saying outside of the walls of the school? Because you are the recruitment tool. If you work there, you are the recruitment tool of the school. We know that word of mouth is absolutely huge on whether people send their kids to Catholic school or come to work in a Catholic school, right? So mm-hmm. what what is it well, that you can brag about? And it's little it's little shifts too. So how we talk about this, like sometimes, and it comes out of all of our mouths, it might come out of your principal's mouth. So just give them a little, like give them a little slack here, a little grace. Because sometimes we say, oh, please pray that we get the right candidate. That's mm. not that. Let me just shift the phrase a minute. Please pray that the person that God is preparing for this role can hear us mm-hmm. and sees us and comes because that isn't, it's in our control. Like we, it's our role to help that person, whoever they might be, hear us or see us somewhere and want them to be on this mission with us. So it's not, please, please God send me the person. It's please help that person who is already there. God is already preparing them. So please help them to see us and hear us and come. So it's it's a little bit of a shift. I got a little bit emotional there, but I, it's it's about shifting small things to be the culture, to have fun this summer, and to be the culture of the place that um, you want the best for. So your shift right there, Jill, went from, oh my goodness, we have no control over this this crisis yeah, that's crisis, occurring crisis. to let's control the things that we can control and let's influence them positively and let's make our school a great place to work so that we don't have to deal with the crisis. So yeah, I let love the what Holy you just Spirit said. do the hard that's stuff. Right. Yeah, that's totally. right. Yeah, totally. Okay. That's totally. awesome. Okay. Well, I think that is the bell. So um, thanks for that energy boost. We really do love exploring ideas and affirming the efforts of all of our teachers and leaders out there. Keep the suggestions coming in and tune into our next episodes as we talk about more great ideas and more great fellow teachers and leaders. See you next time.